everybody to Talking Elite. It is our favorite Thursday night podcast. Tonight, we'll be talking the music from the different eras of wrestling. We're also going to be discussing some of the great producers of said music. And then we're going to have a very fun um, fantasy booking. Um, what artists we would like to see either do an entrance song or a pay-per-view song. So it's going to be a fun night. We're going to talk everything music. So it's going to be a good show. So sit back, relax, crack open that cold one. Let's play Steve Austin while we you know watch a great podcast. Let's sit down and enjoy the show. Tonight, I am joined by two of the greatest members in the All Elite Zone podcast. I am joined by the ex-Florida man. He is now the Tennessee Bearded Wonder. He is everybody's favorite, Adam. Hi, hello. I got so many songs that I loved back in the 90s, so many entrance songs that I can just remember. Oh, man. I can't wait to discuss some of the ones from. Uh, I was I was listening to uh, some of the ones in the gym this morning, trying to get ideas and what songs like kind of were going to trigger memories. So yeah, I'm super excited, bro. And yeah, so next we have the ringleader of the podcast. He is our producer, our fearless leader. Please welcome Connor to the show. Oh, it's great to be on. I'm really excited for this one because uh, there's a lot of. Pay-per-view theme songs, uh, wrestling theme songs, different versions of theme songs I've really liked over the years. So this is going to be a good topic. Yeah, I am super stoked. Uh, thank you both for coming on tonight. Um, as we get started talking about rent, you know, wrestlers' theme songs, let me ask you guys, um, do you guys know who the first group of wrestlers were to use a theme song? Bruno San Martino. Mm-mm. I think it was the Freebirds, weren't they? The Freebirds. Freebirds, yeah. Freebirds were the original entrance music. Yeah. They, like I said, they were the first ones to come out with. Uh, do you remember what song it was? Yeah, it was it was Freebird yeah, Free by Birds. Leonard. It was Freebird by Leonard yeah, Skinner. Free Bird Skinner. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, duh. <laughs> yeah. So they were like the they're the first ones to do an entrance song, and then. You know, now look how far it's grown. Like now an entrance song really can make or break a wrestler. Um, so we're gonna start kind of like in the you know, once you know, the beginning of entrance music with the WWF. Um, who in your mind kind of stands out? I know that Jim Johnson was a huge reason behind why a lot of that music was popular. Um, what what wrestler comes to mind, um, theme song wise when you think the eighties? I mean, I guess, I guess you got to go Hulk Hogan. I mean, Real American was <laughs> yeah. basically the was the theme. Yeah, it was the theme through the '80s, especially when you know Vince Jr. took over, and pretty much it was all gimmicky and music and all that stuff. So, I mean, with all that, you have to think Hulk Hogan was one. Um, definitely still going with Ric Flair. Ric Flair was another one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, the just like, yeah. So it's like those two themes to me are the ones that kind of defied the eighties and basically are still recognizable today. Cause you play those songs and people know those wrestlers. Yeah, those that's a, those are both really good picks because every time I hear you know real American, I just want to drink my milk and take my vitamins every time. Uh, yeah. One that comes to mind for me just right off the bat um, is the Million Dollar Men. 
Ted, Ted DiBiase, yeah. you know, money, 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 money. <laughs> everybody's got a price. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that one, just as soon as I hear that, I'm like, yep, I know that it's the million dollar man. Just so catchy too. I, I get it stuck in my head, like almost daily. And this still, <laughs> yeah. I think another one too, with Jim Johnson, he actually did it. He did it. I think it was with Bruce Pritchard, um, but he did a podcast and he talked about the intro to the ultimate warrior. Just that simple. Also, yep. Get For your me, blood uh, boiling, yeah. <laughs> yes. In, in the eighties, uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper was was pretty good. How wasn't much to it. it. Wasn't much to it, but uh, those uh, how what do you call them? Bagpipes. Yeah, bagpipes. Yeah. Hearing them, uh, him coming out with a skirt and that arrogant kilt. Yeah, right. <laughs> kilt. Yeah, that was really uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. I think. I think hot rods, it's just so iconic just to hear those bagpipes. So I can see why yeah. you'd go off the bat with that one. Trying to think anybody else through the eighties before I start I know there was a lot of WCW. I know um the blonde, you know, the Hollywood Blondes theme song was awesome. Junkyard Dog. Junkyard Dog. Yeah. I think it didn't he come I think he came out to Bad Bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> Baddest <laughs> man in the whole day. He came out to that song. Yeah. And it was great, you know. He'd shake the ropes and be all crazy, and he'd like and all that, and the crowd loved it too. So, yeah, yeah. that one was. I would say that one was good. Um, so like, you know what? You can't you can't forget about the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Mm. That just that just you know, I'm just a sexy boy, sexy boy. Was that time? Yeah, that was. Yeah, scary. that was later. Yeah, that was later when that was Eddie well, broke. That was late eighties, early nineties when yeah, he started doing that because that it was like eighty nine is when him and Janetti broke up. The infamous barbershop window. Because the first mm-hmm. one was uh, Sherry doing the theme song, and the mm-hmm. wasn't the same level as the <laughs> one we all know. Yeah, uh, still Vince McMahon singing it. It's the best one though. I don't know about <laughs> that, but I I like I like Sherry, so it's it's good. You know, I think if we're in, I think. So we're talking about the positive ones. Uh, was there any stinkers? Any ones that you can't stand to listen to now? Passion Butter. <laughs> Passion That's one of the worst Butter. ones. You can you can just snore in and uh, oh it's not gosh. something. That's just I think if you if you really the good ones. I, I honestly I I hated the good ones because of just the the banjo. Like it's like I'm like oh my god that is the most annoying sound in the world. I I am I am annoyed by the sound of a banjo. Like oh, it's, uh, it's like it was going so fast. I was like, what is this? I get it that they're supposed to be like farming guys, but it's like I guess, uh, backwards. But it's like this is so annoying with the banjo. Another two good ones: uh, the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Was, was really yeah. And then Outback Jack. He. He was a really, uh, yeah. he was a different kind of character, but his theme song I liked always. Uh, uh, I can't remember any of the lyrics, but uh, I'm sure if I heard it, you know, it's, it's a really catchy song. Uh, I always thought the, the world of him. I don't know why, but <laughs> I like Outback Jack. You know, the one that I cannot stand. I know this is probably early 90s, though, but Hunter Hearst Helmsley. 
Yeah. Oh, was that back when he was like the proper and the he had proper like the, gentleman? Yes. The, the, yes. Like the piano. Yeah. No, that wasn't. It was dumb too. Yeah. I was like, what the? That was just. Ah, uh, that was cringe. Bugged one to You know, but I think the best one still though to come out of like the you know eighties, early nineties though still has to be the Heart Foundation theme song, Bret Hart's yeah. theme song. Mm-hmm. Just as soon as you hear that guitar slide. I was gonna say that when I was gonna lay. I didn't know if that was with the eighties or nineties. When did was well, it? Well, it's still, it carries through because Natalia still comes out to that riff True. too in her song. You know, so yeah. it's still an honor to to the legacy of the Hart family. So, especially with Jim Nine, yeah, that's huge honor. I'm glad yeah. that I'm just surprised Brett let her do that because I know Brett's very particular with anything with his family heritage. Very well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's it's also just, I mean, it's just also her father, but also it's Natalia honoring, you know, the Hart family, yeah, because she is a Hart herself, so it's like she wants to keep that good going in her career, you know. Did you also train in the dungeon too? I don't know if she did. I think she she trained with her dad. I don't know if they trained in uh, Stu's Stu Hart's dungeon, but I know she trained with her dad. A little bit, and I think she's trained with Stu. Yeah, I can't remember who else she trained with. I think she had like three people she trained with. Well, Beth Phoenix. <clears throat> uh, well, I don't know if she trained with her, but they trained about the same time. Mm. Yeah. So, WCW was very interesting when it came to their music choices, uh, especially starting with you know the Monday Night War era. I was kind of thinking about this. I don't know how they did not get sued with DDP's theme song. Because DDP's theme song is just a rip-off that smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was watching, I think it was DDP and I want to say it was Raven. But I'm like, dude, this is just smells like Teen Spirit, just with a slightly different octave and a different down note. Now, one of the worst theme songs in WCW history (laughs) at that time was, I don't know if it was Sergeant Craig Pittman or... uh, one of the two, Sergeant Craig Pickman or uh, it was someone in that little feud. Oh, God. That <laughs> was the worst theme song you could ever come out to. Like, the book must have hated you really bad for you to come out with that kind of theme music. I forget what it, it was like. Like, like, I don't know if it was Sergeant Craig Pittman or it was someone else. Hmm. I'm going to look that up because that was one of the worst. Like, the book must have really hated you. He must have not liked you for you. I can't <laughs> recall the song, to be honest with you, Connor. Yeah, me and Ms. Jacobs were watching the Money <laughs> Night Wars, and oh god, the Booker hated that get that dude. I think the best. I think the best song to come out of that WCW is the Wolfpack NCW oh, uh, NWO. Oh yes, well, the, I love the oh, and then the doop 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 yeah. doop. Like I love yeah. that theme. Yeah. It's such a a different contrast of what black and white NWOs was because of that. But then you had the Wolfpack with the holler and it was kind of like a beat bop to it. I was like, yeah. Oh dude, this is tight. Like I like the way like they, because it kind of made them walk with swagger to the ring, you know, with the, with the beat and everything yeah. like that. So I loved the NC, uh, the NWO uh, Wolfpack like theme mm-hmm. coming out, you know? Yeah, like it, the Wolfpack's very iconic. It's like that one, the NWO, like both that one and the original NWO, just that that porno style guitar. 
It's mm-hmm. such an iconic riff as well. Uh, Public Enemy. Public Enemy in WCW. Hmm. Uh, their ECW stuff was great, but their WCW theme was basically just a, a different version of their ECW thing, but just more like like TV kind of like ready kind of theme. I'm like, all you're doing is hash rehashing their theme from ECW, but in a different like riff and tone. Yeah. Yeah, I think the one that really like gives me chills every time that it comes on though is still like stings like crow his crow yeah. entrance music and then just see how it involved to you know where his music is now but man that's that song gave me chills every time he was about to drop from the ceiling man it just gives me just chills up and down the arm i couldn't find whose theme song that was but it was either cobra or sergeant craig Pittman or one of those jobbers there that, that's the worst thing you can ever come out to but WCW had a few bad ones, but uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, was very different from his WWE. Was it, that was nineties though? What was um, Hogan's theme in WCW before before he joined the NWO? Well, actually, I think I think what it was was I think he joined the NWO right off the bat. I think I don't I don't know if he. Yeah, I, I think he had a, like a brief couple couple month run yeah. without being part of the NWO. Maybe I can't really remember. Right. It's like I know prior it was, to because I, I know it was super quick as soon as he joined WCW is when he joined the NWO. So yeah. I know he I debuted know in ninety four and they came in at ninety six to W to yeah. NWO. It was it was very very different. It was like a uh, very guitarish song. Very, Let's see. very very different. Oh, it was American Made. That's what it was. Yeah, very That's very different. Okay. From his yeah, I can't remember. I had like, to look at like because I know that there was like there was something else that was you know prior his little you know t- run before he joins NWO. Yeah, so. he uh, yeah that very well. Me and I got to watch all the WCW stuff and. More we look at it, Hulk Hogan, like there was like there's like good matches, and he just inserts himself into these feuds. Uh, but that's another thing. But no, yeah, you're right. Or there's the uh, I think who else had a good one? I know, I think Raven had a, a decent one going into it. Booker T, Booker yeah, T, Booker T has always had whether he was with Harlem Heat or a solo run. He's always had a great theme song. I, I've always loved Booker T's theme songs. You know, even before the Can You Dig It Sucker, like it just yeah like, has the Harlem Heat beat to it, you know, and everything like that. So I think King Booker. Had King Booker. Booker. I'll, I'll let that one slide because he was playing <laughs> to it. You know, he's, yeah. you know, because it, it, you still had the Can You Dig It Sucker and then it went straight into like the royal theme music. <laughs> Yeah. And it was like, dude, that's great. That is such a, a good transition to be like, can you dig it, sucker? Do, do, do. Like the royal <laughs> stuff. It was great. Another good one was the Road Warriors Day. I had a good one. Oh, like, yeah. That's oh, one yeah. of those iconic ones. What a rush. What a rush. Yeah, no, I love their theme song. I mean, that got me pumped up. And then every time they came to the ring on the motorcycles, like that was just exciting. Yes. I sort of believe that Road Warrior Animals in AEW for one very short appearance. Not many people what? remember it. Yeah. yeah. All out 2019. He came out with a motorcycle. What? I don't yeah. remember this. I'm going to have to go look that up because yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, not many people do. Uh, 
because a brief i think he actually hit someone i don't I think he, he <laughs> got physical a little bit i'm not for really? sure but uh yeah. i know he was at all out 2019 because i know raven was in the crowd um before before brody lee came over because they're yeah they thought of... that he was the exalted one at first raven yeah. was because he like the dark Order is out there and he's just sitting on a seat like they're in the crowd and he's just sitting down and everyone's standing <laughs> up and it's very he's like you, you thought he was the exalted one you know, now as we switch the channels over to Monday Night Raw, you know, I think the one that comes to mind instantly is the glass shattering of Stone Cold. Yeah. That was just so iconic. Like, I think even if you're not a wrestling fan, like, you know exactly, as soon as that glass shatters, you know exactly who's coming out for that. Think about it. Yeah. I have not heard, besides maybe... Besides me, the rocks, I think Stone Cold has almost played at almost every sporting event I've gone to. Yeah, I went to a uh, Tennessee Titans football game and they had Stone Cold. Uh, that Goldberg, too, for whatever reason. Oh, uh, we forgot to mention Goldberg. Goldberg <laughs> now, um, I don't, he's not one of my favorite wrestlers, but his theme song was really, really good from him coming out from the back with the uh, security guards, them yeah. knocking on the door. Like that's a pretty intimidating entrance. If only he could have led up to that height. Uh, but uh, he had a really good theme song. Like, there's no denying he didn't have a good theme song because that was really good. Yeah, I feel like that one, especially WCW wise, I feel like that one's probably the most memorable ones to come out of that company. You know, because I feel like him and Stone Cold, they were literally almost on the same playing field at one time. I don't yeah, believe just, that if it wasn't for Stone Cold, Goldberg would have never existed. <laughs> Good, true. Well, according to Eric Bischoff, so I think I think going to '90s WWF, you have to also look at factions and DX. DX's yeah. theme when they first got together, the break it down and all that stuff, like like it just that was iconic too. That was like the very like for that, that's like what NWO wanted was a theme song like that. And I feel like if it wasn't for DX doing a theme song like that as a group, I don't think NWO would have a song like that for their group. So yeah. I'd say like DX kind of inspired NWO to kind of have yeah. their own theme song when they come out as a group. So, and I, I loved DX group. I mean, I think another good freaking faction in WWF, and we talked about it with Ahmed, uh, was Nation of Domination. Like, I think, because you hear the, we are the nation, nation. domination, domination. Do, 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 do. and you just see them, you're like, dude, that is freaking intimidating. Like, I would not mess with any of those guys. So yeah. I think when you look at teams, like factions, those were huge back then, like back in the 90s. So I think yeah, that- Billy Gunn, his original theme song, because I'm an ass man. <laughs> Damn it. I like Damn. him big. I like him small. I like him all. No, my, I'm not going to say my favorite theme song of his because we're going to the 2000s. But, uh, you mind if I say the 2000s? Whatever theme song. Um, yeah, of course. Billy and Chuck. Uh, Billy and Chuck. <laughs> that, was my favorite. that was my favorite. Like, they were a good tag. I didn't, like, they were actually supposed to kiss on air, but they refused to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they refused. But they had a good tag team with Rico as their manager. Like, they were a good tag team in the ring. I loved their theme song. Everything was funny that they did. Everything was entertaining from week to week. I just loved their theme song. Like, they – it was very – 
TV 14 ish, but I liked it. I, I liked Billy and Chuck's theme song. Wasn't Chuck supposed to be um, at one of the AW shows? Well, Billy Gunn's birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, he was supposed to he be was there. supposed to be, but prior to commitments. I'm like, oh, that would have been so cool. Like, he hasn't appeared in wrestling in years. Like, it's been 20 something years since he's ever done anything wrestling wise. Even like a signing, he doesn't even do. That would have been huge. Hopefully, they can still do that. Maybe they the acclaim can can cheer up Billy Gunn by bringing Chuck yeah. Palumbo to AEW and talk some yeah, sense yeah. into him. That you can't do this. You can't. <laughs> you know, I think Undertaker was having some bangers at the time too. You know, he had you know Dead Man Walking and that you know. Or that was, was that after nineties or was that? That was not. Yeah, his that was like the late. That was like early two thousands. His nineties yeah, like theme was basically what he walks out to now, like the the gong and all that stuff and. Um, you know, yeah. the, Jim Johnson. That's one of his best ones. Ever. That's one of his best. Yeah, that's Jim Johnson's best work is the Undertaker's theme, really. So, yeah. looking at the Ministry too, the Ministry of Darkness, like that whole, like oh, yeah. that whole first Undertaker's music was good too. Yeah, and of course, you know, you can't forget about, you know, once they kind of once he kind of transitioned out of the '90s and kind of early early 2000s. You know when uh, Limp Biscuit came in and did Rolling. Yeah, that was got to keep on rolling, 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 rolling. I and think, I, I think, I think between 1998 and 2002, that Attitude Era, we look at it probably at some of the best themes I've ever listened, I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, because you take away Valvina's "Hello Ladies." Um, I mean, right to censor, it was annoying. I think that was my <laughs> yes. least favorite theme. The like the alarm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, Godfather's theme was phenomenal. Get um, on the whole train. <laughs> yeah, I think he he had a great entrance. Uh, <laughs> I, I just and then you got to remember another one is the Oddities when the Oddities yeah. was a faction and they had like I'm not even a big uh, uh, Insane Clown Posse fan, but like when they had Insane Clown Posse as like their theme song, I was like, this is awesome. Like this is so good. So, but like, yeah, between those, that, that era of the attitude era, we had a lot of good theme songs and I wanted, it's not a theme song per se, but it was a song that was very popular and it was riffed by DX, but the stand back song that Vince McMahon sang at the Slammy Awards in the early nineties, like (laughs) the stand back, like the stand back. I'm like, like, oh my God, that is amazing. Amazing. That's my childhood right there. I think there. I should bring that back, the Slammy Wars, but actually singing because <laughs> that's some pretty – well, we we, we watched one uh, over and over. To, uh, it was uh, a Hillbilly Jim. Like, yeah, Hillbilly Jim was so great. He was – that's probably one of my best favorite theme songs of the Golden Era. Besides uh, – I don't know. I like Hulk Hogan's. But uh, besides Hulk Hogan, that was one of my favorites. He, he can actually wrestle too. He had the – he's really tall. He had the size. Uh, just don't go messing with the country boy. Don't go messing with the country. <laughs> with you know, boy. since we're talking about Vince McMahon, I feel like his song is very iconic. Still, no yeah. chance. Yeah, every time he comes no out, chance that's what, in hell. That's what they chant. No yeah. chance in hell. Just that one's iconic. Um, of course, Kurt Angle's do 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 do. Now my favorite. You suck. <laughs> My favorite Kurt Angle theme song was his TNA theme song. Oh, dude, that theme was so good. That was that was on like he was a completely different wrestler in TNA. I know he said recently that if he would have stayed with 
WWE, he would have been uh, he would have been the greatest of all time. But he had a good run in TNA. Like he can't you, you can't say he didn't have a good run in TNA because it was a different crude angle. As I like his say, run, yeah, in TNA and even on some of the independent stuff too was better. As they say, a uh, perk angle, not something. Uh, it's not something good in his personal life, but in ring, he was the best ever. Oh, yeah, and he was – if you looked at his body back then, you're like, holy cow, is he skinnier and, yeah. like, more, like, t- like death-defined. Like, you can see everything, but he was thin. Like, you could see it in his face. You're like, it's good he's there, but it's like, I don't know if he's healthy personally. Like, he wasn't, he wasn't doing no, I agree. His, his, his theme in TNA was the coolest themes because when it debuted against Samoa Joe – and I heard it, and I'm like, the and then it was like, and I was like, oh my god, that is such a good theme. Wait, so, and the same thing with Christian. Christian Cage yeah. had like one of the coolest theme songs, like, like, like it's yeah, no, and I keep forgetting that TNA had some good some good theme songs. His theme song was by Evanescence, but I wish they would actually use the lyrics because if you go on YouTube, some people put that in, and it's so much, it's it's good in its own way. Uh, I don't know if Christian, maybe he is a good, maybe he is a Evanescence fan. I'm assuming he would he would be for that music to be in there. But I like the, I think TNA used the lyrics a little bit with the Evanescence. Uh, yeah. yeah, TNA got some pretty good ones. Yeah. No, we're jumping all over the place <laughs> in wrestling history, but <laughs> there's so well, many good theme songs. TNA had, like, you know, there, there was a lot of wrestlers that had, Great theme songs from TNA all the way in, even through the, you know, and not just independency, but in the WWE. Because yeah. the same thing could be said about AJ Styles. Look at, you know, yeah. the his uh, We're Gonna Fly song. Uh, my favorite one, I wish it, he would use it again or was on Apple Music. Um, his New Japan theme song, Demigods. Yeah, that, was that one I feel like would be a great song. I think you get it would be great for him to come out to in WWE. If he ever came to AEW, that... Yeah. Imagine AJ Styles in AEW. That, that seems legendary. But him and the club have it kind of cushy now. Well, for now. <laughs> for now. Until his contract uh, expires. Yeah. <laughs> but then looking at, you know, AJ... And then his... Uh, I know we're jumping up to CFO, and we'll talk about those guys a bit later, but his theme song now is incredible. Yeah. And yeah. It's kind of ironic that that theme song wasn't intended for him. It was intended for James Storm. But it still fits AJ Styles because everything he – like he said, that he wanted a kind of a country style but a rock style. like a He wanted the rap because AJ likes rock and raps kind of more music than country. And then they put it all together. Somehow they put country, rock, and rap in the same thing. And like when he first debuted in WWE – I was trying to find that theme song all over the place, but it wasn't out yet because they hadn't released a full yeah. theme song. But yeah, mm-hmm. I like that theme song. Yeah, that theme song that he walked out to in the Royal Rumble was just awesome. It was, it was such a good theme song. He hasn't changed theme songs once in WWE. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, if you look at another person that was great from that, you know, early 2000s up to now, the Hardy Boys. Almost, Don't get me started. Know, that's my childhood. You know, just the whole. I saw. I love the videos that people are posting about. Um, there was one that I shared earlier, and it was they were. It was like 
the Hardy Boys are coming out to save you, but they got to dance first. It was just a whole bunch of people. (laughs) (laughs) But then looking at it too, like looking at uh, Jeff Hardy's um, No More, or was it? No More Words. Can't you see the writing on the wall? Did he sing? Because I know he sings a version of it. Did he sing his theme song? Does he sing on the actual track or did he just cover it? Uh, he sang. He sung all his theme songs except the Hardys, the Hardy Boy. It was just uh, just music. But the No More Words he sung. Uh, yeah. All of his theme songs in wrestling history he sung, except Willow, I think. Did he sing? I think he sang Willow. You might, but see. I liked his uh. No, there's never gonna be another me. TNA theme song. I was, yeah. I was a dark place in his life, but it was a really good song. For sure. Um, Brock Lesnar. The brood. I think Brock Lesnar had another. I was just about thing. to say the brood. Hey, you hear those whispers and the. You, you can't do a music of wrestling without. The brood. The brood. Yeah. yeah. No, the brood. Yes. I'm just sad we never got to see the brood entrance at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, they kept on building like they were, and then they did like did, like wasn't even the Brood's theme song. Like, was it a different kind of theme? It song? was the it was like a brood, it was like the Brood, and then mixed with Metallica, wasn't it? Or was it Pantera that he came out to? I think it was like Pantera. Yeah, so, it was still a cool entrance though, but because he came on like that glass look, and I'm like, that is the weirdest look I've ever seen, <laughs> but that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, if we talk about early. 2000s i mean that's when all the female wrestlers were starting to have themes as well i mean because you got trish stratus was coming out to like the little laugh and the oh gonna rock no. the show. like that that yeah. was a good theme uh lita was coming out to her theme so i mean you had all the female wrestlers coming out to their theme you know so i mean um i, I think that's there's that's an importance in wrestling history that you got to talk about is like the women started taking a little more center stage with the music, like because of course the crowd had all males in it, so they're like, "Ooh, the ladies are coming out," you know. So, um, Tracy Keeler yeah, no. was good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just remember just hearing all those theme songs for all the like early two thousand like female wrestlers coming out. So, no, yeah, like that was a huge turning point in the women's revolution. I feel like that doesn't get talked about as much because people are still associating that time frame with the diva division. Oh, uh, I thought like the women's revolution started the knockouts division. Uh, pretty much, pretty a TV fourteen theme song, but the beautiful people that was a uh, iconic entrance. Uh, For sure, you never would see that in WWE unless in the Attitude Era. But that was uh, if you were a male, you'd probably like that entrance. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I might like it. I don't know. I, I mean, judge. yeah, and then and then obviously in the early two thousands, you had like John Cena's theme coming through. Like you had the Doctor of Thugonomics, and then two thousand five, you had like My Time Is Now, and that's basically the song he's kept through the rest of his career. So you know, one of one of the ones that has probably one of the best theme so- or most iconic theme songs. Both you know. To have two of them, sorry, to have two theme songs and be on both of them, that is incredible. Yeah, he's another one that sung his own theme songs. You know him, it's because like, he did great with it. And then just the this is just the jokes that came out of 
um, John Cena's you know theme song, the John Cena sucks. John Cena sucks doing the whole thing yeah. that you know that happens with Kurt Angle. Or now when, you know, when you guys were, well, I won't say children, but uh, before the internet was around, I guess, or and things really uh, media wise, did you guys think that the rest was sung their own theme songs? Because I used to always think that like Big Show sung his because it sounded the same. I used to think that as a kid, like every wrestler thing, because and I want to be wrestler, so I'm thinking, well, I need to come up with my own theme song because in my child's head, I think that's what they do. Because, uh, like at that time, I think wrestling's like I hated the heels and uh, whoever the, with the face was, I love like CM Punk, I hated because he was he retired Jeff Hardy. Well, didn't ten just for WWE time, yeah. but for me, I always I, thought that. I didn't think so. And you got to remember, you're talking to someone who actually lived through when the internet was introduced. You know, yeah. I was freaking almost 10, 11 years old when the internet came out, you know, in the, in the 97, 98, it was like the biggest, next biggest thing. And it was crazy. Cause you had dial up and all that stuff. You're like, what is this thing? And then obviously you had the Y2K scare that we lived through. And I was like, dude, nothing's going to happen. Said so either all the computers are going to shut down and restart or we're going to be fine. It doesn't even matter. Um, so, but no, I never thought any of the wrestlers, like I, I don't, I never thought all of the wrestlers sang their own theme songs. As a kid. I, knew, I, I knew as a kid that some of them did like Shawn Michaels, you knew that was Shawn Michaels singing um, just cause you, I can tell in the voice that that was yeah. Shawn Michaels singing. Um, you know, um, even when John Cena came around the, the two thousands, I knew that was him singing. Um, but I knew most of the, most of the music was produced just because most of it, most of the theme songs didn't have words. They were just, they were just beats. Um, so I never thought a lot of the wrestlers did their own music. Cause I'm like, none of these wrestlers probably know how to produce their own music. They're just, just coming out and performing, you know, but there's some of them that just wanted to sing their own theme song. You know, this time I was like six, seven years old, maybe eight. A mind of a child, the child who thinks like, like they're not introduced to uh, you know, uh, wrestling news sites or what's the heel and what's the face, what's uh, work, what's uh, like you don't know any yeah. of that. And that's some of the best times because you didn't really pay attention. You just enjoy the wrestling. Uh, I wish you, I wish you guys could meet the old me because you guys <laughs> were. Uh, it yeah. was something. Oh, you guys don't want to meet the younger Adam. Adam was a wild child. You don't want to meet him. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, a good way or a bad way? <laughs> Whatever your perspective was, it when you. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until I got into wrestling as like club wrestling is when I'm like, okay, maybe I should grow up. But I was still a pain in the ass. <laughs> I think for me, Connor, um, I was older. Like, I wasn't a kid when I was, started watching wrestling. I was almost a teenager. So like, I knew like some stars did their own music, but I knew that. They were obviously done by someone else. Heck, you know, I knew, you know, um, Triple H's theme song before I, you know, watched WWE just because of Motorhead. So I, I knew that, you know, I knew that in general was, I knew that some were some wrestlers, but I was like, nah, like, there's no way that Big Show could have that nice voice to sing, well, it's a big I show. Did. I thought everyone did. <laughs> Man, I swear, I thought Ted DiBiase, uh, Ted, Ted, Ted DiBiase Jr., I thought he had sung his own. Cody Rose, he did his own. <laughs> that's as a child. Uh, 
<laughs> the, the, that, that's how it was. Uh, I used to do a lot of Jeff Hardy. I have a trampoline and then go crazy. I just see Connor going. Well, people yeah, got hurt. Connor going. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of friends of mine. We some people got hurt because we, we 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 watched the documentary of the Hardys Native Backyard Wrestling. So we're like, we've got a trampoline back there. Let's uh, start our own little thing. Then all hell broke loose. We did that. We did that as kids when we were in junior high. We had like our own little like little club wrestling thing of like pro wrestling stuff. We had a fake belt, <laughs> and we can challenge for a belt anywhere, anytime. That was our thing, and so the only places you couldn't do it was on school property, <laughs> or while like before or before school. So it was before school or on school property. After school, it was fair game. Like we would go to my buddy's like. His, his, where him and his his mom lived in their apartment. There's a playground there, and at any point we'd be like, "We're challenging you for that belt." Like it was just that's how we were as kids. So I I know exactly I exactly know what you're talking about, Connor, with just you know the play wrestling and having that. Yeah. You know, oh, we thought it was we did it real like we. Oh, so did we? Yeah, no, yeah. we jumped off play sets like we did cross bodies <laughs> off play like the little bridges. Like I would get up there and I do like a cross body onto my buddy. Like onto the like the the wood chips in the playground, so I was like a four or five time champion in our little wrestling group. Like I, was, like, I won the belt five Impressive. times. So I was like, I was like, stop taking my belt. <laughs> you know, I, I fortunately I never got to experience that. I never got to experience fake wrestling. Well, my backyard wrestling, I should say. Sorry, I should say uh, you didn't miss much, but. Oh, yeah. I have a few less scrapes and broken bones, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost track. What decade are we in now with, with wrestling? I think we're almost <laughs> approaching, like, the modern era. So, like, when... Oh, the 2010s and up, Toward, yeah. like, the end of, like, Jim Johnson, the CFO era, all the other, like, downstate. So, yeah, but shout out to Jim Johnson. I want, let's see, we should... Like I said, Jim Johnson was, like I said, was the voice of our childhood. Yeah, yeah. At least, well, the music of our childhood. You know, yeah. I wish that AEW would hire him. I really wish they would. I pretty. Guy. I thought they were in con contract with him. Like I thought they were in contact with him and trying to get him to come over to do some themes. Like that's what I thought I read. Unless I read the wrong website, it was a phony. There website. was speculation. But I thought they were like there was speculation that they were talking yeah. to him about bringing him over to do theme songs. But I think I don't know if he just was like you know I'm just gonna let WWE do it. Or, I don't know, maybe WWE was threatening to get rid of his music and take away his, you know, the money that he makes off of those entrance songs and streaming services. I don't know. Because um, there was talk, but I never heard anything officially about it. I know he's probably going to ask for top dollar because he, the Undertaker's theme song is all you guys say. Like, that put him over, the Undertaker's. Undertaker, Stone Cold, and his music with uh, Motorhead. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of the biggest theme song wrestling history came from him. So, well, look at one time at one of the most modern wrestlers that he, that's still using his best theme songs, Voices, Randy Orton's theme song with Breath yeah. Theory. You know, that yeah. song is just so iconic. And like he had it, he was playing, uh, just the clip of him playing on the acoustic guitar where it almost sounds like an old time country song. It sounds like almost like something like Undertaker would come out too. You know, or well, you have to remember before before Rev Theory voices like he was coming out to, hey, 
nothing you can say. say. Yeah, like he was coming out to that. And I think they did an interview with Randy that he actually enjoys coming out to Rev's voices than he did with that theme. That previous thing, yeah, I don't. He think doesn't. He was a fan too of, many haze. I, yeah, he was. I th- well, not just that, but I don't think he like felt like that was, like that theme was like so good. Like he loves his voices because that's yeah. true to what his character is, you know. So I think he was never a big fan of that or that other theme that he came up to. So, which is weird because like it, it to me when I hear that song, I honestly think of the Legend Killer. Like mm-hmm. I think yeah. pre Viper. But man, but both songs are good. Like he, I don't think he's had a bad theme song. No, no even coming one. out to Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. Just one night. Mystery. It was like a, it was like a country style. Well, not really. It was like a, uh, what do you call them? A. Uh, what are the theme songs you call that? Uh, there's no like really music into it. It's like. Uh, authentic uh, I don't know it, it was like the cage match uh, that WWE did it was like the Randy Orton and it was uh, it was the same people who sung it uh, what do you like what, what do you call the music that doesn't have uh, like it's not like a actual like it's just like a guitar person singing that's like a it. sample no not kind simple. of it, it, an acoustic yeah that's it Oh, okay. Oh, so it was a acoustic rendition. Okay. Yeah, that was really... Uh, Batista had a good one, too. Uh, his theme song. I walk alone. That was my favorites. I walk alone. Godsmack. That was Godsmack. Love Godsmack. I think I owned a lot of Godsmack <laughs> albums when I was younger, too, because of that. So. No shame. You know, but again, like you mentioned before, I mean, you can't really mention a, a, a superstar without mentioning Triple H and his use of Motorhead throughout his whole career. Let's see, so, he mean, did not just that, but but he also did because well, he had the because you got to remember when he did the Hunter Hearst Holmesley had like the like the classical stuff. Yeah, DX DX he had uh, it wasn't Motorhead. It was an I can't remember the name of that band that did that theme song. Um. And then obviously he had his um his um my time song yeah my time my time you know and then he came to Motorhead's um theme so yeah because it was because they had the Motorhead they had that they had um yeah his original theme song then he had Evolution with Evolution yeah, he had this group yep and King then my King's. favorite one his Authority. Theme song. King of bow Kings. down to the, bow down to the king. That was my favorite, the King of Kings. Yeah. My grandmother hated that theme song. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind one. of enjoyed his. I yeah. actually enjoyed his My Time one when he first came out with him and Stephanie. Like it was just those yeah. two. Like it's you know the wow 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 wow. I, I keep forgetting you know, about. Like, that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, sorry. Um, can't forget three six mafia doing Mark Henry's somebody's gonna get the ass kicked. Yeah, yeah I like that one. Sure, yeah. I like that one. But you know, before that 
But before that, he was coming out to sexual chocolate. Oh, yes. uh, sexual! Yeah, that was a, that was another weird gimmick, and I'm glad they brought it back for that one Raw special. I love that. Yeah, that was great. So I like yeah. Al Snow's theme song. Where's there one want? Where's there one need? Did you ever hear the story about that? About how that theme and how the head came along. So Al Snow was in ECW, and they were trying. He was trying to find a gimmick. And they were, I don't know where they were, but they were at some place. And in the backstage area, there was like props and mannequins. And they found a mannequin head still propped it, like a head that holds like masks and hair. Yeah. And Al just took it and just ran with it. And like they painted it and put fake hair in it. And then like Paul had the idea of like making it like a party at the arena with when he, when, when Al Snow comes out. So they did like thousands of heads, like mannequin heads to pass out to the crowd. And they'd have like techno music and like the strobe lights going and everybody be in the crowd, shaking the head with Al <laughs> Snow coming out. So it's like the craziest way that they had got that theme and all that going. So, oh, yeah, Snow and it was great, great because it was all Al Snow. Al Snow had the idea and he brought it to Paul and Paul's like, let's freaking run with it. Let's do it. I feel like we're forgetting a lot of people's theme songs. RVD, Tess, Kristen Wah, uh Who else? We had Eddie Guerrero. Uh, Latino Eddie Guerrero. I lie. Mm. I cheat. I steal. I lie. Yeah, I, like I cheat. I steal. And then looking at it too, you know, RVD, like his, he has two iconic theme songs. Yeah. He has Pantera's Walk. Yep. Which is very awesome because he just came out back out to that. Oh, and yeah. And one of a kind. <laughs> I don't know his TNA theme song was pretty good. Yeah, I like this TNA theme song. But yeah, no, Walk for me was great because that was that's me. That's ECW days for me. That's his ECW music coming out. Like we were just, oh yeah. Like we talked about it, like the feuds he's had with Jerry Lynn. Just like those, those are the days I remember that theme. It's just the, the, oh, banana, walk, re. Like, and someone made that comment like in a, in a group. That someone's like, we're glad that RVD came out with uh, ECW. We just they go, we wish that the crowd would be more into it when they all do the respect walk part. Like yeah. you would think the crowd would be like respect, kind of like kind of like what CM Punk did at Revolution when he brought back his old Ring of Honor theme from AFI. Yeah, um, and AFI, dude, I love AFI. They're they're one of my favorite bands from like the early two thousands. You know all that stuff. Um, I mean, I I used to rock out to Miss Murder like on my car radio. Me too. I still, yeah. I, can't, I still Miss Murder. Can I? Like I just rock out to that. But then he came back. They came back with uh, I keep forgetting the name of that. The title of that the theme that song was it was um, Sarah, Sarah something. It's like I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, but it was AFI and um, like it, that like the crowd. I felt like if they knew of his ring of honor days, some of them did. Like if you watch that entrance, a lot of people were like, Oh, is this a new entrance? Uh, because <laughs> they don't know that he used that song in ring of honor. Yeah. Well, CM Punk, since we're talking to CM Punk, you know, he's had some, he has fight. He had fire burns, mm-hmm. which was great. Um, there was, was there one act before or after fire burns? He did. Oh, a- Ring of Honor, it was, uh, what was it called? He brought it back at Revolution 2022. Yeah, I was talking about that. So I know there's the AFI song. 
the cult, course of cult personality. Like the cor- yeah, cult personality. That one's just so iconic with Punk. Just that static he has, and then just that. Yeah, so it was called. So is AFI the the AFI song was called Misseria Cantari. Yes, beginning that was the name of that song. Yeah, yeah. He came out to he came out to that, and then he came to this fire, and then this fire burns. Yeah, and then it was cult of personality. Yeah, I kind of hope he goes back to this fire burns because the current story he's got going on with. What represents what's what's represented him from all these years, like the X. That's when the, this fire burns theme song was going. You know, I'm straight edge. I don't smoke. I don't drink. Like that's where that came in. And he's been teasing on his Instagram. This fire burns. Uh, I like all of his theme songs. Uh, it's kind of hard to pick one, but uh, Cult of Personality is, is when you when you think of a Cult of Personality, you think of CM Punk, uh, or at least as a wrestling fan, you would. Yeah. Well, and Living Color is huge wrestling fans, too. Yeah, they sung his theme song a few times. They played him out to um, his match with Undertaker, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they, uh, he, he's actually went to a few other concerts, for, for when they, like concerts, and he's been there, and they sing that song. Yeah. Um, great Kali had a good theme song. You know who I think has a great theme song that doesn't get talked about much? Um, but is Mr. Um, Baron mm. Corbin, his I Bring the Darkness song was such a killer song. That was good. Is he using that one again? Uh, I don't know what he's doing. He might be doing the Happy Corbin or whatever he's... I, I thought okay. he went back to his regular Baron Corbin gimmick. The, well, which one was the uh, I Am the Fire or... Yeah, yeah, that's I think that was his lone wolf character, wasn't it? That was like right yeah. after because he like had two songs him. of the lone wolf gimmick before I went all happy, Corbin, bullshit. Like they kind of rushed him to the main roster a little bit too fast because he wasn't in Steve only like a month or two, and then that, he was well, already on is, he was such, but he's actually it's crazy how smooth Baron Corbin is because like, uh, people hate him, but he is one of the best. Like some say he's the worst. Some say well, he's, he's also worse. a worker. I mean, he's a good yeah. worker. I mean, nobody's mm-hmm. ever had, a, 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 from what I've heard from interviews with other wrestlers, nobody's had, had an issue with Baron Corbin. Uh, I feel like the main the, with the roster because yeah. he's he puts people over. You know, he works well with others. He's there. Nobody's had a problem with him. I mean, there's a reason why he's always, you know, doing the the up up down down with you know with. Uh, Xavier Woods. It's because he's a great guy to get along with, you know. So it's like never heard a bad thing about Baron Corbin. You know, I'd like to see him have one more title run with something. You know, I'd like to see him have a title run with something. You know, whether it be like the North American title, NXT title. Like I'd like to see him run yeah. with a title. You know, even if it's tag ever, titles. I don't think that they've ever booked him good. Uh, only in NXT when he had the motorcycle. That's when they've only booked him good. Like they try to make him chief morally. If anyone knows that is. Uh, <laughs> Venus. I see, I see they tried to make him as when he shaved his head bald and it was Kurt Angle. Like that's what they tried to make him, but you can't copy something that was original. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Should just kept, if he should have kept his character going. I think he before the whole, you know, the commissioner Baron Corbin shtick. Like, yeah, they they just kept constable. Him yeah, constable, constable, constable Corbin. Corbin. 
that's where it went downhill is because it was after his whole money in the bank. Like that was like his shot. And then the whole feud with John Cena kind of burned off his, his momentum. Like that's pretty much where it went. And they lost ideas of where do we go with this guy? If anyone knows how to use him, it's triple H. Cause he's the one that really got him going. But they're like, that's for a lot of guys in NXT. They you got him going. Um, I think one you can't forget to mention, and there's two versions of this song. That's Zack Ryder's Oh Radio. That was good. That was. It's just so iconic, though. Oh Radio, tell me everything you. And it's such a Jersey Shore song, but it's so iconic. And then Downstate did a remix of it when he went back to NXT for a little bit with Mojo. Yeah. And that one, I think that was like his last version of the song before he left. And of course, now he's got um, The Lights Go Down. That was the best theme song ever, probably. But that fits him. Like Matt Cardona is him. Like Zack Ryder, he had a a few good runs with Zack Ryder, but Matt Cardona is just on another level. Well, I think he um, just he got he got himself over. That's the yeah. issue. He's he's being more of himself, not what people yeah. want him to be. But let's look at look at let's look at Downstate now, because Downstate, man, they're just they're still everywhere in wrestling right now. They almost broke up if it wasn't for Cody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, think about it. They have um, Dolph Ziggler's "I'm Here to Show the World." Uh-huh. The Miz. The Miz, because I feel like I came to play. It's so weird that. The Miz has one of the best theme songs, and I'm glad that he's kept it because now I, every time I hear it, I'm like, I think of The Miz. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think that's such an underrated theme song is the um, I Came to Play. Like, I, I, don't get, I don't get why people have the hate on I think it's one of the best theme songs out there right now. I like that in chorus. Well, not, I don't know what I'm saying, but uh, the, like, you don't really hear it much when he's in the entrance, but, uh, uh, the you tried to beg for mercy. Yeah, like that's the best lines, but you don't really hear it in in the wrestling match because it's so long far in the song. But I love that song. Dolph Ziggler is good too. He, he I'm here great. to show the world. I'm here to show the world. Come on, bring it on. Primetime players. Gross. I know we're I know we're veering <laughs> off, but it's like also just Bobby Roode. Glorious! Yes. Oh, I get given, I get given. Yeah. You know what's crazy yeah. is I liked CFO. I loved them. I actually thought they were doing a decent job with some of the some of the themes that we were getting. Um, I I, I did not like Alexa Bliss's. I was not a huge fan of how they did hers, just because I don't know. It was like kind of like a weird time frame. Um, can't forget. Um. Finn Balor's as well. It's like mm-hmm. Finn Balor's is very iconic nowadays. The Sami Zayn. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And then Seth freaking Rollins before his Joker character thing that he does now. I like his. Yeah, I like his his first theme song when he turned heel. And then they added the burn it down, which was cool. And then they yeah, yeah. the whole thing. And then just that, that just like kick. It's like that was awesome. Like that, he had a good. Like I don't like like Seth Rollins was my. He's probably he was he was my favorite wrestler in WWE. And then they changed him into 
He went this very sports entertainment e. He's watered down now. He's not Seth Rollins. Well, well, I'm pretty sure he likes doing it. You can even say the same thing about Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like yeah. Her, her, you know, her last kick or yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Is she, so, is she still coming out to that song? Or is she coming out to something? Yeah. Different? She still comes out. It's 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 tweaked a little bit, but she still comes out to that song. Yeah. Cause you know. I, know her, I don't even know what her new character is. Because the man was I awesome. I liked that. I, it's, it's a mix of Big Time Bex and the man right now. That's Weird. She's technically back to the man because every time she comes out to the crowd to talk, she says the man has come around to so and so town. That she's okay, in. cool. Good. Um, so she's kind of did that. Um, I mean, we talked about earlier with like Lita, Tristatus, all their theme songs. I mean, we got women nowadays. Let, and can we just get rid of the Bella music? Because those were some of the worst diva theme songs I've ever heard was the Bella songs, especially Brie. Oh, you know, okay. You know yeah. what? I will admit this. I'm, yes, I'm on I, Dave LaGreca's side. It's a primo. I'm I'm a little, I'm a little biased because was it, it was one of the Bella Twins, but it had the ba 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 da da ba ba, and I thought that was a lot. I liked this song. It just, I feel like it didn't fit her. Was it Brie? Right. No, I I agree. Yeah. I feel like if it was somebody else, like I feel like like a Sky Blue or like an Up and Comer, I feel like it'd work more. Oh, it sounds just so young, and I feel like the Bella Twins. I could totally see. Sky Blue was a Bella twin. I so I, I'm the complete opposite on that as far as it comes to Sasha Banks theme. It, the the boss theme really fit Sasha Banks' character in WWE. It took you me know? a while. And now she's got and now she's got this money song. Money. 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 I'm like, what is this song, Mercedes? You, have, you know Snoop Dogg. How Snoop Dogg takes But uh but yeah, no, and then obviously Charlotte Flair. Again, this goes back to Natalia right. using the hearts like guitar rift for hers. Yeah. Is the same thing with Charlotte using her dad's theme in like a more upbeat kind of way. Yeah, hers is really cool. To honor the legacy, you know. So I don't have a problem with hers. And then the one that I think is very underrated and I it's one of my guilty pleasures is uh Bailey's original NXT theme song when she would come out and hug people. Yeah. Like that know. one, like when I'm doing cardio, that one's automatically being played. Asuka's theme is, is badass. Oh yeah. I mean, Asuka's theme, da, da, the Empress da, da. of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Da, no, that's a badass theme. So yeah. AEW has a lot of good ones. Uh, Judas is probably one of the most. Of course, Judas ones. by Fozzy. When Jericho yep. released, dude, when Jer- I remember when Jericho released that song, he his, the first time he released it and showed it to everybody was on his podcast, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm a huge talk is Jericho Mark, but I remember like, oh, dude, this is great, and I bet he's going to come out to it. And then of course, when he goes to Japan, yeah, he's not in Japan now in AEW. I don't think I've ever seen a crowd know almost an entrance song word from word. Yeah, you know, where it's not just whoa, like Seth Rollins is now, or the Cody Rhodes, the whoa, <laughs> that was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, no, yeah, no, it's same with AEW in the women's. I mean, Britt Baker's song is it hits, Britt Baker's song is no, fire. She, no, she had a little uh, her theme song, and I found out why. Why? Uh, 
uh, when I when I met her, I asked her about that because it sounded really, really, really good. Uh, go back to the double uh, road to double or nothing, twenty nineteen. They showed the whole thing. Uh, it sounded really good, but she said that she liked it in the video. But then she said that they didn't really think it was a good fit for her. But Britt Baker said she loved it. Like they they gotta use that one time. Like give fans an option. Like <laughs> I want like even if it's not like just put it on YouTube and release it. I want to hear it because it sounded really really good. It was by uh, Downstate. Uh, yeah, they still they, they still do her 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 other song too. Her. But it was one. It was his one of the Downstate sister who sung it. Uh, hmm. Of course, Soraya is sure. controversial, but I, I like. Uh, Zombified. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah. What's, what's the group? Uh, falling in Reverse. I like them. Yeah. Uh, I never had a problem with Falling in Reverse. I, I love their I love their songs. Uh, actually, a lot of a lot, in AEW, there's a lot of groups I don't even know who they are, but because they're in AEW, I like I prevail. I didn't know who they were until they started doing music for AEW. Mm-hmm. Then I followed. They did. It was it was during the Hangman and um, yeah, they did a, the Elite storyline where they did uh, Paranoid. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. That was really 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 good. I think they, I think I feel like now I feel like. That's one thing I make. I wish it would just would use more artists because, like, yeah. that song is just so iconic to that moment. See, they used to because, uh, like, for Double or Nothing and all out, they well, all out they used uh, I Prevail. They used uh, they used a couple themes, couple songs from I Prevail. Then Revolution, you know, Full Gear twenty nineteen. They used Jared Fozzy. Uh, uh, it wasn't Judas, but it was another Fozzy song used for Full Gear. I can't Revolution was like a uh, what's his name, Mikey uh, Rukas, or they used him. And then after the when, the when the pandemic started, they stopped using uh, music, like licensed music altogether. They just used like double notes, and, like the casino, and then like there's not actually like any like real songs as the theme songs for shows. I'm trying to see and WWE's have a lot of good uh, theme songs for pay per views and stuff. I mean they. Every once in a while, you'll hear a good one. Like uh, Skillet had one for the Illumination Chamber, which is really good. Yeah. But you don't hear many good stuff. Now it's, I, I hate when they use Cardi B for SummerSlam. But the hard part is, it's just what's the main audience focus. They're trying to get more not. They're trying to get more mainstream viewership, so it's it's kind of bad. Like I liked. Um, I think me and I think me and Mike were talking about it the other day. That's kind of what sparked this idea. Was the thing about it the last what few years for WrestleMania has been the weekend? Yeah, the same thing. Which Bloody Light is a cool light for Hollywood. I get why they use that, but I think up until 2011 12, they started doing pretty bad at wrestling themes. I like they used to do really, really good WWE. Like, that was one of the things I looked forward to was hearing what the next theme song was going to be. So, they used uh, Skillet, they used uh. They used a lot of good ones. Well, um, I mean, look at it too. You had Green Day that did, um, that was on um, SmackDown's theme song. You had all like the great music from the like the like you had. I think you had. I want to say you had some System of a Down. You had, you know, Limp Bizkit, of course. You had there was like a lot of grunge and rock that was coming through, even like through the ruthless aggression era. 
Yeah. Earlier in the 2000s, I mean, even in early 2000s, WrestleMania had like that big time that song as oh, like yeah. their their theme, and like that's an oldie, like that's an 80 <laughs> song that yeah. they were still using in the early 2000s. Um, but yeah, no, and then um, they said like I some of these like progressive rock, not progressive rock, but rock and metal and you know new metal kind of bands for theme songs fit. You know, I mean, you look at yeah. someone like Rhea Ripley who uses Motionless and White as her theme song, you know, when before it was a female band that did My Brutality or something like that, but now she uses Motionless and White. She actually does her look as uh, uh, inspiration from Chris from Motionless, um, yeah. the lead singer. She w- does her look after him. I mean, you look at a group like House of Black and they use like dark metal music yeah. for their entrance like yeah it's something you never would have expected back in like the 2000s like early 2000s early 90s as like a like a theme song but it works because you know they did an interview with malachi black i think i like busted open they asked him about his music like when he first debuted in aew and it's dark and he goes well i've always been a fan of that kind of like black metal dark metal kind of music he goes, I feel like it needs to be shined through in, in, in a channel like professional wrestling is like the perfect yeah. time to channel it because that's your crowd. You introduce a crowd to like, I mean, you look at artists like 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 wrestlers, like, I mean, look at uh, freaking Ronda Rousey comes out to a pay-per-view to Joan Jett playing yeah. live. You know, you got Shinsuke coming out to WrestleMania with Nita Strauss, one of the best female guitar players in the world playing her his theme. You know, you know like... But like I'm saying, you get all these bands that play. I mean, hell, even the one band played Cody. His band played Co- Cody yeah, out. Yeah, my kid. Yeah, the, they played My Kingdom live. You know, it's like they they ha- they don't do that much anymore. They do it like every now and then, but they used to do it a lot back in the 2000s. They'd have live artists at these pay per views. That's what yeah. I love what Jade did. Um, when she had the gar- guitar player that plays, you know, the riff on her theme song, come out and play her to the ring, like. I don't care what your people's feelings are about Jade. I love her theme song. I think she has one of the coolest riffs on the out there. Uh, I mean, even you look at someone like Thunder Rosa. Her her I, theme song I, is I, very I, like Thunder Rosa. Like it's heavy, like yeah. Latino metal. Like it's it's hard. Like it's and that's what I listen to. I like the metal. You know, I like the hard thing, rock and the metal. That's what I grew up on. The one thing I like about AEW is they don't really do the watered down because like wrestling, rock and metal has always had. Like they mesh together, uh, like they go together, and in WWE kind of shied away. Like Cardi B, SummerSlam, what a disgrace! <laughs> I mean, like the, the years of wrestling WWE and the good theme songs they've had for it to go to waste like that. Like, well, they got Kid Rock this year because it's in Detroit. Yeah, they got Kid in Rock. Detroit, so Kid Rock's going to be doing a lot of the music too. But Triple H, nothing's taken over. There's been a little bit more rock music. They used uh, Hardy, whoever that. He had a pretty mm-hmm. decent one that you sold still, out. Yeah. Like they've been doing a little bit better. Uh, that grandpa's gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Technically. But, uh, yeah, for now. Uh, but uh, AW, like they used to do a lot of good. Uh, they, they did a lot of bands. They did uh, Cody's Revolution 2020. They did. Uh, Just some talk about the. The stupid Snoop Dogg remix of Kingdom. No, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Don't. Uh, that that, that doesn't bad. exist. That doesn't exist in my mind. <laughs> uh, 
but ever since the pandemic, I stopped doing like a lot of wrestling theme, like like the pay per views having like uh, theme songs. But hopefully, I get back to that because I prevail. Like I didn't know who they were before AEW. They're really, really good. Like their uh, Revolution twenty twenty, the Hangman, and like that story that I was talking about. That was really, really good. Yeah. Well, as we uh, start to wind down here, you know, and fortunately, we're kind of running out of time. Um, just to quit spitting some off real quick. You know, Hangman's got an iconic theme now. So, you know, the, yeah. um, the Young Bucks slash the Elite, you know, the B, Elite, B, B, Elite's amazing. Of course, you have their Spirit Kick Party song. And then Kansas now <laughs> playing Carry On Weird Son. I love them coming out to that. You know, John Moxley coming out to Wild Thing. Uh, it's great. So, as uh, we start to wind down, um, why don't we give, we're each going to give one, before we go, we're each give one current theme song that we love. So, Adam, do you want to go first? Dude, you ended again on the hardest question because there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of theme songs that I, I love, you know, that it's it's very hard to pick one. Um, but I think, I think the best theme song for me right now um, – See, again, I, it's hard because I like all theme songs. It's one of my things. You know, I used to own all the albums of WWF yeah. theme songs, you know. So um, music was is really big in my life considering my background in radio and stuff like that. Um, but if I had to choose – can I choose one from each promotion? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, for me, again, maybe biased because I love them. I love Cody's theme of My Kingdom. Um, I'm glad WWE is letting him have it over there. They let him have it over there. I love it. Um, cause he fought really hard for them to be like, listen, this is my theme song. I want it. And they let it, um, in AEW, um, I, I would have to say, um, probably the coolest theme song. I mean, best theme song that's going right now, um, over in AEW, I've got to go with Ricky Starks. I, I love it will be televised like do 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 like Bam. you just you, you go with it yeah Bam. like it's such a good theme that I love it that every time it plays I'm like that's Ricky Starks man that that kid's good he's got yeah. a good theme song he's got a good look that's what a wrestler should have and he he's the definition of it no no disrespect to anybody else but I'm like this kid bleeds professional wrestling it really fits his character for sure mm-hmm uh, Connor, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go AEW. I'm going to go CM Punk's Cult of Personality. Uh, besides that one, because that's the obvious choice, I would say I liked uh, I liked uh, uh, Tony Storm's original theme song when she first came. Uh, now she's got the Outcast, but the first theme song theme song she had was really really good. I liked that one. Yeah. If I'm going to pick from WWE, I'm going to go Johnny Gargano. Uh, I would say Randy Orton, but that's the obvious. I would say, uh, like, one of the older ones I uh, grew up listening to, but John Gargano's is really good. Mm-hmm. Rebel Hearts is such a good, iconic song. Oh, yeah. A really good song, yeah. Uh, my fiance, if you, I don't know if you heard her in the background, um, she says Hot Mess by Downstate is her favorite. You know, Chelsea doesn't use it in WWE anymore, but care. it's still one of her favorite theme songs. So. Chelsea Green is one of my favorite women's wrestlers, and that – Theme song goes. I, I like that theme yeah. song. I she's, 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 I she's, she is such it. underrated. She is such an underrated female wrestler. I'm glad really she's got gold in, in WWE. She is just afraid yeah. she's gonna lose it tonight because they don't know how to book the women's tag belts. Like that's my that's 
I don't, think they're, I mean, I don't think they're defended tonight, so that's the thing. They, if, no, if they lose, apparently, what the word going around is is that they're going to let those two have a good long run with those belts. That's the rumor going. I hope that her and Sonya are going to have a long run with those belts. They, but until I see yeah. it, I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, is believing. Um, I think for myself to close out the night. Uh, the two that come to mind, I'll say my WWE pick first because my my second one's just the best co- closer. Um, I personally, <laughs> I I fell in love with it since WrestleMania, but I'd have to go with Roman Reigns' piano uh, head of the table theme song. That was really uh, yeah, that is really good. I recently got That's the WWE really 2K23 and that music playing. It's just so empowering, you know. And then I think my last pick, you know, just because it's so iconic for me in AEW, every time I hear it, just because I love punk music, I'm going to go with Darby Allen's IFL. That's a good one. That one is just. We could stay here for five hours and just talk about. <laughs> we literally could have. We probably could. We do could. A part yeah, we could have, yeah, we could do a part two on this if we wanted to. So um, as we close out the night, um, I want to say thank you to both Connor and Adam for coming on the show. And we'll talk more about this next week. That's why we didn't talk about ECW in this podcast with their music because they're extreme and they kind of, you know, <laughs> didn't uh, didn't get a lot of the rights for the music. So, uh, so next yeah. week we're gonna be talking about the fall of Extreme Championship Wrestling. So we'll talk, of course, some of our favorite moments, some of our favorite entrances. Talk about the whole music issue, the speculation behind about them using copyrighted music, not, you know, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so make sure you guys check out us out for that. If you guys haven't already, uh, go back to last week's episode, watch the fall of WCW. It was a great episode. Uh, both Connor, Adam and myself had a really great discussion on why we thought WCW failed and could have been avoided. So go back, check that out, watch that. Also leave a comment down below on what your favorite uh, theme song is from any of the wrestling promotions or eras that we discussed tonight or one that we missed. Um, please let us know in the comment section below and uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow night for our rampage watch along, of course. And then of course we'll be back throughout the rest of the week with all of our wonderful programming. So make sure you guys subscribe, hit the bell down below. Make sure you guys are staying caught up to date with the all elite zone. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on X at All Elite Zone oh 1. God, Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook at All Elite Zone Pod. Make sure you guys follow us on Spotify. We have most of our Talking Elite episodes up there and our interviews as we speak. So go check our past episodes out on Spotify if you're traveling and need something to listen to. I know I have a lot at work, so it's been kind of fun to go back and listen to some of our old shows because this this whole series has been great, guys. Uh, I really do thank yeah. you guys for coming on tonight. Um, do you guys have anything else before we close out? Um, Other than really. thank, thank you for joining us for Talking Elite 30, like episode yeah. 30. We did the 30 three episodes, zero. big three zero, and many yeah. more to come. So, Yeah, we got some big episodes coming up, especially for September. Don't forget, we have Dark Side of the All Elite Zone coming up, and we're going to be talking about all the – the dark stuff in, in pro wrestling, especially with stuff behind the scenes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So we can't wait for that. So um, I know we're going to be discussing our topics uh, in the next couple of weeks and get that ready for our first, for our first week of September. 
All right. Well, if that's all we have tonight, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening. Make sure you guys give Connor and Adam some love in the comment section or our socials. Give us some love. Let us know how you're liking the show. And Adam, I think it's time to say your, your most famous words. And good.